I could start singing Christmas carols at you. No. La, 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 la. That's not really... Well, okay, that's trala lying a melody, but that's not quite... <laughs> I think we should start a Christmas podcast with a public service announcement about Christmas. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle no. bells. That's copyrighted. I don't know who by, but it will be. No, 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 no. Some guy in the North Pole. <laughs> I'll say on the copyright form. Mr. Klaus. <laughs> <laughs> Sandvik Klaus. Sandvik Klaus. The German yep. Santa Claus. The German... <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. That's actually in relation to the kind of thing I wanted to start with. Yeah. Which was saying that Santa Claus is not real. What? Well, I know, I know. It's hard, it's hard to accept, but... Shattered, shattered all of my illusions of reality. I know, I know. My only regret is that you weren't an innocent child, because then it would be funny. I don't even remember when I didn't believe in Santa. I don't even think I ever actually did. I I I remember trying to catch, like, purposely trying to catch my dad in the act of, like, putting (laughs) presents in the room by, I say elaborate traps. It was more just, like, putting bits of Lego on the floor and stuff, so hopefully he'd stand on them and (laughs) shout. That's quite cunning. I don't think I ever believed in Santa. It was more like I believed in presents. So I was willing to play. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, um, if you should awake in the middle of the night on December the 24th to find a fat guy dressed as Santa breaking into your house... <laughs> <laughs> call the police. Do not Immediately. Santa, grab a kitchen knife, call the police and hide in the bathroom. <laughs> no matter you... how many toys or sweeties he tries <laughs> to offer you... <laughs> He'll be banging on the door shouting, Ho, 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 little kiddies. It'll be like that scene in The Shining. Come take a look in my sack. You know, that kind of thing has probably happened somewhere in the world at some point. Like some some mentally deranged person just choosing to ruin someone's Christmas by doing something like that. Yeah, it's probably best not to think about things like that. Were you one of those smug children when you were young who got taken to see Santa in Verid commas and then tried to like prove it wasn't him um his beard I, I, I vaguely remember going to visit Santa in his grotto once but I don't remember <laughs> there's something you've once told a therapy group <laughs> <laughs> oh we have to stop making Christmas jokes into rude ones it's okay there's no other way of, of going around it that's, that's no. going to be the theme for the podcast obviously because yeah, I mean this time of year, I ha- you're only really supposed to care about it if you're related to the religion which it started from. And That's since true. I'm not, I've got no interest in it because it is just an excuse to spend lots of money. The problem is, is that you get guilted into it by the people that maybe not necessarily really do fall into that category, but sort of decide, you know what, let's all get into Christmas and stuff. And you find yourself, well, these people are buying things for you, so you have to, otherwise they'll end up kicking up a stink. Yeah bloody family members buying me things sitting here swinging my slipper around above my head trying to stop the cats from fighting oh no you considered throwing it at the cat that's a good idea take that (laughs) I heard it (laughs) now someone might play this back for an RSPCA official so would you like to say what you were actually throwing it at at the wall but no it was in the cat's direction (laughs) (laughs) no it was at the wall wink <laughs> My wall sometimes makes the noise that sounds similar to a cat meowing. Wink. <laughs> Have you ever considered going into law? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it'd be very good. <laughs>
and welcome to the Bringo Hearty Gaming Podcast. You won't find any presents or Christmas cheer here because we're both miserable Christmas Scrooges. I'm yes, Blight, we are. I'm Blight here and I'm joined with a flick. You I should, thought you were done. <laughs> probably know us already and you should know that he always interrupts the intro. I always. thought we're done. Always. Always. It isn't just a Christmas one, it's a New Year one as well. Hogmanay yeah. for us. So, yeah, Hogmanay. Yes. So we'll probably be wrapping up the year as a whole and, and all that sort of shite. Along with our usual things and also our, we've done our awards this time. Yes, so we have the yep. Bringo Hearty 2011 Gaming Awards, which should be a slight twist on the, the usual gaming awards. I hope. Some of them. Some of them. Some of them. Some of them. In the meantime, I am reading this case thing you linked me. Oh, we were talking about the business law stuff, yeah. Yeah, so this woman, she went in and had a ginger beer part ice cream float. We yeah. have quite a lot here. It's when you mix ice cream with a fizzy drink and it turns into a floating gaseous and quite nice tasting blob. I like them, I do, yeah. I used to have them with cola sometimes. That's what, yeah, Coke float, that's what it's called. Yeah, so she did that and in hers was the rotting remains of a decomposing snail, she claimed. Supposedly. Aha. Uh-huh. So that was her claim and then she went to court about it. Yeah, because at the time, because she hadn't bought it, her friend had bought mm. it. Uh-huh, at the yeah. time, if you hadn't bought the goods that were faulty or whatever, then yeah. you couldn't claim against anybody. Faulty? Excuse me, there's <laughs> a, a snail in my drink. This drink is clearly faulty. <laughs> you should send it back to the manufacturer. <laughs> this drink isn't functioning as directed. <laughs> it's not being liquid I can consume. That's very weird wording. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, what, Donahue versus Stevenson, 1932. Yeah, so until that point, if if something was fucked with something that somebody else had bought for you as a gift, then you couldn't claim until that point. But then they thought... Then they thought, do you know what, dead, dead snail is probably line. about about the limit. Dead snail is where the line was drawn yeah. and all had to change. Now, the interesting thing about that case is that it, it, she basically won and everything went in her favour, but mm-hmm. no dead snail was ever presented. They didn't ever have any evidence of it happening. Is that because it was in her stomach? <laughs> That's or, a good point, actually. I never really. Or in the cafe, was there just a very eager, hungry Frenchman who <laughs> just couldn't help himself? But this is the thing. It's perfectly edible. People eat them all the time. It's supposed to be a delicacy. Not a dead, decomposing one. Mm, maybe. Especially if it had the shell. Mmm, crunchy. How else could they have known it was a snail? We should probably stop talking about a case from the 1930s. <laughs> gaming podcast, not Scottish yes. business law. Although there might be some gaming-related legal gibberish layer, but we'll see where this goes. Let's go with our normal start. So the normal start is where we talk about what we've been playing for the last two weeks. Yes, although it's not been quite two weeks. This yes, time, yes. Don't break the third wall, fourth wall, whatever fourth it is. Wall. Why not? It, we, <laughs> I'd rather do that than people think we're sad enough to actually record it on the weekend of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it would actually be on Christmas Eve if we went by the normal. Yes, exactly. If we, if we stuck to our proper schedule. Yeah. I mean, done it before. You know, as a brief aside before we even get started. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> I've, I've got this tradition, Christmas tradition that I've been doing for quite a few years now, where I make it a point to get through Christmas without wishing a single person Merry Christmas. What What is it about you saying this isn't a Christmas podcast, but like trying to <laughs> roll it back into Christmas I'm, again I'm and again. I'm trying. I'm trying since it is, the, it is the season to be a miserable prick. So, you know. So, so, you, I, so you have yet to wish anybody. Do people come yeah. into your, your place of business? Well, and, it makes it especially hard. That's partly why I do it, because it's a challenge. So I get around it by say someone wishes me a Merry Christmas. I'll smile and nod or I'll say, and you. 
I won't actually say Merry Christmas. <laughs> You're a miserable fucker. <laughs> it's interesting. It's an interesting challenge. It is a challenge, especially if you have a big family who's really into Christmas. I, I urge people to try it. And uh, it's... technically, technically, I haven't. I mean, like I've had cards that have like had to send people and stuff that say Merry Christmas on them. Does that count? If you wrote it, then yes. Well, if like if if Johnny to... Internet wrote it for me and sent it in the post for me, does that count? Who's Johnny Internet? Is that what you call your girlfriend? No. <laughs> that would be very, very weird. When she comes in later, call her Johnny Internet and see how she reacts. Confused. Don't predict. Let's just find out. That's my, that's my brief aside that you'll probably end up cutting and sticking somewhere else anyway. Quite possibly. Possibly. So what have you been playing for the last two weeks? Uh, so five. Civilization 5, lots and lots of Civilization 5. Lots and lots and lots. Although it's only been one more full game since then. Oh no, two, one with CR. Yeah, it's, mm. yeah but it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's, it is fun, but they all play out the same, which is a bit disappointing. It is annoying that despite having different um, personalities for each of the AI, that they mm. never really... They never really drift away from just going, ah, war! At ran- everyone! If you give them a reason to, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But it's when you're totally friends with them, you've been trading with them, they're at friendly status with you, then next turn at war with you for yeah. no reason. And they have, have been friends for like hundreds yeah. of turns or whatever. You're not approaching on their land at all, you're even military size, etc. So it's, it's simple AI, which I guess is what I don't like. But I suppose you could argue the multiplayer is meant for people and people would be more mongering as well that's true yeah i wouldn't think if you did play an open game with like six other folk there'd be someone going for a culture victory (laughs) let's try that let's try it (laughs) well invite people in and try and do a culture victory yeah let's try they'd all just gank us to stop us getting the utopia project (laughs) those bastards are going for world peace nuke them (laughs) We need to try that. We need to try and play like with other human people and see what happens. So it'll be horrible. Hippies. It'll be a horrible, horrible mess. But we'll play hippies as we do it, like trying to make <laughs> them feel really bad about waging war on us, doing sad <laughs> yeah. faces, and saying we just want everyone to hold hands. <laughs> so other than other than Civ Five, um, I've been playing more Skyrim. It's Only kind of, a little bit, though. Yeah, not an awful lot. Um, I've been really slacking with the uploads for the. The playthrough. I find it interesting that Civilization Addiction has surpassed Skyrim Addiction. Well, you'd be playing the other way around. No, uh, like I've said time and time again that Civ, the franchise Civilization, is probably my favorite, like ever. Mm. And I've sunk more hours into that franchise than anything else. That includes MMOs. I mean, if you think how much time that I probably tallied up on, say, Final Fantasy XI or World of Warcraft, has nothing compared to what I've put into Civ 1, 2, <laughs> 3, 4, and now 5. Yeah. It really, like, you know, they don't even come close. So, oh, on Skyrim News, I actually finished it. But I was pre- pretty much right at the end, so I just loaded up the file and did it finally. I think I think I'm like barely denting the the main story to be. No, honest. no, the main the main story is very short. It's no wonder people claimed you could do it in two hours if you wanted. Hmm. So yeah, did so you the, in, enjoy the the whole thing, or I didn't enjoy the main story in the end. It was too basic. But the same problem was in Oblivion as well. Really, it's all about the side quests, which are good, which are better in Skyrim. There are some very interesting ones, which hopefully, eventually, my videos will. Uh, <laughs> catch up and show at least one of the, the, the amusing ones I've come across. I'm aware of another one that, that you talked about where, well, where you got married to a goat or something. There was no marrying of goats. You got married to a married. goat. No, no, no. And then you had to fight her 
zombie remains at some point. <laughs> well, so, that, that part is, I got attacked by an undead goat. That's that's pretty much all I've been playing, if no, I think not, about it. No, it's not. No. Well, we've played been... a bit more Assassin's Creed, okay. Yes, yes, you have. We, we did it that, last night, didn't we? Yeah, we tried out that, that new game mode as well. The, was it Artifact um, Assault? Yeah, Artifact Assault. Which, which was basically Capture the Flag, and you can check the yeah. videos out on your channel, but I quite like well, that one. I actually quite liked it as well. We only did two of it, and they're both up already. We're back onto the the manhunt ones we did afterwards. I think if if manhunt worked the way it was supposed to work, it would definitely be the top game mode. But because it doesn't, I, I think Artifact Assault might be my new favourite. Just because it, it it does what it's supposed to do, really. Although it did seem to make you quite angry when we were playing that, more so than the other game modes have made me annoyed. But is that just because you were the only one trying to do the on that one on that one map that we were mm. playing? where I was the only person trying to go for their artifact, it was getting a bit annoying. Because they had like at least two or three of them camping theirs. Yeah. And yeah. trying to run away with it when there's three people chasing you, it's just, nah, it just doesn't work. That is the one flaw in that game mode. Because if you want lots of points, you really should camp your own thing. But yep. the winner is decided by score. Exactly. Although I noticed in the one where we ended up drawing, which is the one you were getting annoyed in, we still got classed as winning. So I think if it's a tie score, it goes by in... Kill points. Ah, so you could just yeah, you could just um, wait it out then, really. Can you can tell? Yeah, it. probably probably best not to to let people know you can do that. But yeah, you can. Interesting. So yeah, we've done a bit of that. I think number I'll just double check quickly. Number nineteen went up earlier, and we did twenty in total. So there's only one left to go up after that. <laughs> For you set a new criteria in. Oh yeah, in trying to 20. blackmail people into the podcast. Yes, 250 views at least on, on Joyful YouTube. Porridge. Yeah. On the YouTubes. On the YouTubes. I'm Xbox those, Live. Use the YouTubes. You can now get on the YouTubes, YouTubes. On, on Xbox Live. Yes, you can. Hmm. Which I, I don't really quite get why you would need to. If you don't have a PC. But one of the things, <laughs> this is what I don't get though, is that <laughs> you can have an Xbox, not an Xbox Live, a YouTube account. And tie it into your Xbox Live one, right? Uh-huh. Which would mean that you'd have to have access to a PC to have a YouTube account in the first place. Yeah, but you don't need a YouTube account to browse it. It looks horrible as well. It looks absolutely horrible. Are you talking about trying on your giant TV? Because it looked fine on mine. Oh, no, it looked horrible on my giant TV. I mean, you could tell you were watching a video when I streamed one of mine back on my 360, but it didn't look bad. When I streamed your video back, it looked like it would like drop down into like SD quality. Yeah, I would say that's fair. Whereas when I watch it on my giant TV, it looks very shiny. That's because it's an HD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so that's your whole list. My whole list is pretty similar, other than still playing the two 3DS games I talked about last time, so I won't go back into them. Still doing a bit of Disgaea, um, and I also finished that Elder Scroll books book rather. It's not yes, a game. Not a game. I know it's not a game, but it links into the games, doesn't it? I suppose. So I wrote the first draft of my review this morning, and I'll be reading it through etc and finishing it tonight after this is that going to be you know something recurrent like more sort of non-gaming stuff we have actually been getting offered quite a lot of books because we've done well my editor did the uncharted one and uh, there was an arkham city one and i'm going to be getting given a dragon age one next it's something to fill the gap because i mean there's nothing really out between now and march (laughs) so another gaming slump it does. I know. It's always a lull, and then too many at once, and then a lull. Yeah. Well, I suppose it gave me a chance to, you know, try and get 
through Skyrim without cheating, like skipping recording sessions and uh, true and various other things, and possibly getting Shogun and um, oh yeah, see that's what I was about to move on to. That's the only thing, the other thing I've been playing, Shogun Two, which I tried to convince you to get when it was in the Steam sale, but you said you could find it cheaper online anyway. After we solved your giant TV problem, sort of. I'm skint oh, anyway sorry. with Christmas. I know, I skint. I know. Oh, on the subject of buying things on Steam, because that's what I was trying to get you to do, they're doing their ridiculous Christmas sale, let's just give away any old crap for pennies thing, because we've got all money anyway, so we don't need any more. It's pretty badass, isn't it? I do like that. It is. One of their saving graces of Steam, you can't fault them on that. Well, today's deals, as in the 20th deals, have only just started, so what kind of thing we've got here? Oh, you can buy Duke Nukem Forever for three seventy four. Why on earth would you want to do that? If you were a masochist. Mm. Not sure I recognise any of these other games. Oh, that's Modern Warfare 2, I think, for a tenor. Yep. Oh, that thing that CR plays, the the dungeon crawler type thingy. Can't Dun- remember what it's Dungeons called. Dungeons of Dreadmore? Yes, that's 86 pence. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and that looks like Tropica 3 for a tenor. It's a bit pointless going into what the deals are, because by the time this is up, it'll be a new set of deals. But the fact is... Go check out this sale because it's the one time of year where it's worth getting stuff on Steam. Speaking of of that, um, one of our loyal I, followers... I was hoping you would just take that segue and run with it, and I'm so glad you did. <laughs> and then I mentioned it, I know. I, the words fail me. <laughs> well, I, want, I was complimenting you. That didn't happen very well. Erase it. No, you compliment nobody. Hmm. Yeah, so one of our loyal followers, <clears throat> not mentioning any names, um, Muffin McNoodley muffin noodle <laughs> um has decided that because we haven't been playing anything scary or anything like that and because he slash she i'm not actually sure if noodles is a what? dude or not i don't well, know i assumed with a name like that it was a, a gentleman a fine I, i'm assuming that Scottish it's a dude. gentleman who wears a, who <laughs> who wears a you? and is proud of it <laughs> has uh, decided to gift one of us which is probably going to work out being me um I'll probably email him later or something. Um, Amnesia, which I've noticed is £3.24 on the store. Well, it was before these new ones kicked in, yes. No, it's still there. For another no. three and a half hours. Oh, is it? So that'll be interesting, and hopefully we'll get the uh, I'll get some sort of playthrough with, with you watching me play. Yeah, playthrough where, unlike the Skyrim one, where I'm kind of doing my own thing at the same time, I will actually see what he's seeing via... The fun thing that Nudo also told us about via Skype, where we can see each other's desktops. Yeah. Which it might help. It might I'm, not. It might, it might not. Because, <laughs> you know, the resolution is kind of bad, but Amnesia is one of those games that isn't about the graphics, it's about the atmosphere, which is why he probably wanted us to try it anyway, because everything I've heard about it confirms that it's all about the atmosphere. So stay tuned for that then. Mm. It's we didn't kind of do that for Halloween rather than <laughs> Christmas and New Year, but. Yeah, that probably falls better into our sort of pattern, really. While we're doing kind of Christmassy shout-outs as well, and we've done that for Noodles there because of what he did, uh, we only noticed, or I only noticed the other day that someone was kind enough to review our podcast on the American version of iTunes. Because right. we, got, we got into the habit of only checking the UK one and their separate stores for different countries. The person's name was Alan Liu. 
I don't know if that's his full name or not, but thank you very much, Alan Liu. Yeah. If I take press on his name, let's see what happens if I do that. No, no, it just takes you to a full um, comment. And he likes this guy of four as well, which is means he has good taste. So you have to believe him when he says he likes our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody else out there is, um, you know, even if you're using YouTube, but if you have iTunes, go on and give, give us a review because, you know, the more the merrier. Yes, a good review. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay you monies. Brackets. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll pretend to like a game that I really hate for you. Because that's the kind of thing that goes on in the industry. <laughs> if I worked for GameStop, Spot. Or IGN. Or we should probably stop or... slandering people in case we get big enough that they'll come after us. Yeah, good point. <clears throat> so, going on to, on to a side note on that then, um, with like, you know, small groups of people suddenly you know, doing really well. Um, Mojang, who do Minecraft, as as you know, mm-hmm. aren't producing. They're, they're they're not making this game, but they're publishing this game for another um, indie company. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you've looked into Cobalt at all. I have watched a video of it being played. Yes, it's a bit interesting looking. I, it looks kind of like a, quite a lot of fun to me. It's like go, throw back to the old sort of. It looks a bit like Beard or Braid. Braid, sorry, Braid. Yeah, sort of platformy, mm-hmm. shooty sort of games. But mm-hmm. the, the thing that I found out that totally threw me off it is that there's no network multiplayer. Oh dear. Only local, so you would have to be playing on the same screen. My interest has gone limp. <laughs> <laughs> My co-op was getting all excited and now it's just gone all floppy. You were getting getting ready for a, a culture explosion, and then <laughs> just a let's not do damp, that. A damp squib. <laughs> no, we love the King Day for you. <laughs> uh, Civ Five innuendo. Yeah, that's that. We got bored towards the end of a game of Civ Five, and that's what we started talking about: culture explosions, <laughs> all all over, <laughs> all over the map, all over the map. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So, like, I. I'd seen a little bit about that a while back, but um, in reading, you know, that they're not planning on putting any network multiplayer in, I was just like, no. Because the, the whole point of plans. a game like that... I said there isn't any plans. No, it doesn't sound like it. That's terrible. Oh, silly. Perhaps no, I said, there, I said that's terrible. Terrible. I'm affected by the death of Kim Jong-il. <laughs> <laughs> was that tasteless? I mean, he was a ruthless dictator. Yeah, I think it's okay. You know, I saw all the pictures of him of people like crying as he died, and I couldn't decide whether it was genuine or if they just realised they had snipers pointing at them. I think the latter. I think it was it was fear. I mean, it was all yeah. about the fear the, over there. Kind of like the Hitler thing: the first person to stop crying gets shot. <laughs> For Hitler was clapping, but you know. Yeah, yeah. To change the subject to something more cheery. Nope, I've got nothing. Nope. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, what what have you really got there that's cheery? I, mm, dumb, uh, mm, no, I'm looking for something, that, something that that like not cheery, but something that I'm kind of looking forward to. Um, Alan Wake, we both played that and really liked that, and it was one of yes. those. I wouldn't say underrated. It was under. It wasn't underrated. It just didn't have mass market appeal so it didn't sell it's one of those weird games that like all the critics are you know raving on about and it was a brilliant game I, I loved Alan me. Wake um, but unfortunately it didn't Dark. sell very well in so City, it was my highest <clears throat> game on Critical Gamer I see. Mm. so they're bringing out a sort of sequel I suppose is the way to look at it it's more of a, um, a side story I suppose um, but I think 
because of the the poor sales of Alan Wake, um, Alan Wake: American Nightmare is being released as like almost like DLC. It's a uh, it's a downloadable it's a DLC. It's a downloadable only yeah, on Xbox only as well. And apparently, they've the way that they play tested this was that you know they wanted new enemies and and so on and so forth. That they mm-hmm. they made it almost like a sort of just sort of survive till dawn. They made it like a, like horde mode almost. Did they? I didn't know that. Apparently, this is what they did. They 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 made it like a sort of horde mode style game, mm-hmm. and you know built the gameplay around that, and then they they sort of tacked on the storyline on the side. Hmm. Well, I hope they've kind of blended it well because I like the. I don't know whether that... or not what what's happening is is that perhaps they've decided that they're going to keep the horde mode as like a separate mode, if you know what I mean. I where you're playing I a hope... survival mode as well as like you know the. I think mm-hmm. it worked it out as being about a five hour story mode, apparently. So, as long as it's got a price that reflects that, unlike something like a Modern Warfare game, which has a barely five-hour campaign and tacks on more. <laughs> I don't think it'll be too expensive. That's My prediction is, is that it will be a pretty realistic price. I am more interested in it after watching that trailer and knowing that they're going with the angle about Mr. Scratch doing evil things. He's the evil version of... Yeah, he's Wade. like a doppelganger, isn't he? Yeah. Sort of. Because he had such a minor appearance, and then he only kind of got hit at that in the DLC of the game, didn't he? I've ju- I've just realised I haven't actually played the DLC. Oh, oh. <laughs> just I read about it a bit, but yeah, I haven't actually played the DLC for for Alan Wake. Speaking it, of, actually, it wraps up the story of the first game pretty well. Ah, so I should have. No, wait, I did play the first DLC. Anyway, the yeah. one of the. the the reasons that people were saying that it kind of flopped a bit in the sales is that because it was an Xbox exclusive and they didn't think that that was the right market and so on. The PC version is actually being released. Well, I hope it does better. I'm not sure I agree with that assumption, but well, I don't I think, think do, actually based on the average Xbox Live user. I don't but, think it'll do horribly well, but it's nice to think that maybe as long as it does well enough. It. Yeah, as long as it does well enough that they make another one. Yeah, probably are full, a, a proper uh, yeah. one. So we should say that trailer was at the VGA Awards, which yes. is on Spec TV in America. Annoyingly, it aired the evening we recorded the last podcast. So if we were smart, we would have waited until the Sunday, and then we could have covered it then. That's true. Did you watch any highlights from it? I use the word highlight very, very loosely. I watched trailers. Does that count? No, no. I no, mean, like I, I ignore had, like all sorts of like award ceremonies. They sorry. had an on-stage teabagging. I saw no. I saw a clip of that because it was yeah, all over. They, they, they thought that was hilarious. But they also did something which I didn't like. They had, wait, wait, wait! I, what's what's funny about putting your nuts in another guy's mouth? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see what's amusing about that for either party. And I'm not sure why doing that on stage thought they thought that would appeal to gamers. Like, why appeal to the worst gamers when you've got the mass of them watching? <sighs> but yeah, they also they also did a they do an award for best character and. Yeah. They always try and get the nominees to do special little videos, and they did. And this is in the in the line of Andy Circus for uh, like Gollum for yes, yes. That, in fact, that award speech that Gollum did as Gollum was hilarious. I remember it. I like that. Yeah. It just was a swearing fit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very funny. That's probably on YouTube as well and worth looking. In fact, you could stick that on the blog if you remember afterwards. I shall. But anyway, yeah. So they had a decent, they had one of Nathan Drake talking and Marcus Phoenix and the Joker and um Wheatley and Wheatley won it. That was the only way. one I saw actually, that one. Well, all of them are on halos.com, but the video they had to host the video elsewhere because they bloody claimed copyright on YouTube. 
but yes, um, so they go through all this trouble, and they also, each of them made a special movie of them, actually, in case they won. So, like, the character doing a follow-up saying thanks for winning, etc. Yeah, so yeah. the developers went to quite a lot of trouble for this award show, and then that award wasn't actually broadcasted on TV. So it was, they did <sighs> stuff in the room, essentially. If, if I could be bothered, I would start banging my head on the wall. It's just that I would be pissed off if I was them. Yeah, and of course it, you would. And I, I, I liked Wheatley in Portal, Portal 2, but I think Hamill should have won it again for Joker because he was just perfect as him again. Couldn't comment. Haven't played the... I know, I know. You might do. Well, did you like Wheatley? Would you say Wheatley's better than, say, Marcus Phoenix and Nathan Drake? Uh, definitely better than Marcus Phoenix. Hmm. But... Mm. Drake's character's a bit interesting, but Nolan North. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do we really want to give Nolan North? He might start getting hired more. <sighs> and he's got, he's he, can't, he can't get hired any more than he already is. He's in everything. So, what other trailer? I mean, the awards were essentially just a trailer fest. So, obviously, there was the one for Fall of Cybertron, which I liked. I'm still looking forward to that game. Assuming that the multiplayer is, you know, if, akin to Wolf of Cybertron, then yeah, go ahead with it. I hope I, don't go the Ubisoft route and change it ever so slightly in such a way that makes it awful. Because <laughs> we both really liked the War for Cybertron multiplayer. It was so very I, good. I really hope they don't make that same mistake that's happened between Brotherhood and Revelations. Yeah. Now, did you see a certain other, what's considered quite a big trailer that was revealed at that award? Uh, is that that that? that them or Nas or something, I don't know. No, um, no, 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 not the new... Um, are you talking about the new Naughty Dog one? The, the basically ripped off I Am Legend? Yeah, that one. No, 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 not that. that was, I mean, they might think it's big, but I don't. What is it then? Command and Conquer Generals 2. Oh, that, yes, I saw that. Mm. I, I nearly culture explosioned. Right, and what did you take away from that trailer? Other than there's a Generals 2 in the making. Looking at it, it was a bit... Uh-huh. Weird because I was seeing that they were using like the frostbite engine and stuff, so it looked like you're not giving the obvious answer. I thought you would. Which is what? That it had Bioware connected to the name. I have heard people talking about this. Yeah. Now, now this is the interesting thing. It's a Bioware game, but at the same time, it's not. It's got nothing, nothing to do with them, but they're tacking that on to hope to leech some of the, the 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 fans of that publisher. I wasn't actually aware EA were doing this, but ever since they acquired the Bioware name from the original Canadian company, they've been creating subsidiaries of it. Yeah. Because they know the name Bioware sells, whereas the name EA makes people vomit in a bucket. So <laughs> Literally. They, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear. So what they've done is the, the team that's making this Generals 2 is the exact same team that made the last Command & Conquer game, which didn't do too well. It's just they're now called Bioware, so that means it will automatically be good. <laughs> I mean, it might still be okay, because the first Generals game was very good. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think that that's my favourite Command & Conquer game, to be honest yeah. with you. So I have played quite a few of them. There's still a chance it'll be good, it's just it's, you need to be very careful when you see Bioware these days, because EA has just... It's like... EA makes games and they're toast and Bioware's just the jam they spread on every single bit. <laughs> what is it with the analogies today? I might have been considering certain analogies ahead of time. Ah, I see. Well, it's because I, I, how could you explain it otherwise? I mean, it's quite 
it's a standard business thing that they've done that they've taken an, an IP that they know does well and then just splurting it all over the place. But I didn't really want to use the word splurting. Apparently, there's a very um, famous like uh, knitwear manufacturer. Like they make jumpers and and cardigans mm-hmm. and stuff. And inside, like on the label, it's like designed in edinburgh scotland or whatever and it's all being touted as like you know this you know scottish brand that's all you know really high quality and stuff they're actually made in china but because it says <laughs> you know designed in scotland you know yeah. that the, the, the whole you know concept for for the fashion or whatever was made here that's okay <laughs> and i'm just sitting thinking you rip off bastards oh dear there was another big trailer off of the VGAs, and that was Metal Gear Rising. Did you watch that one? No, I've never been a fan of. The, I've never played any of the Metal Gear games. Well, I kind of wish you'd had seen the original Rising trailer then, because it didn't go in the same direction as the original Metal Gears. It was like a sword simulator where you could cut anything, and then no one heard about it for a while, and then they've revealed it again at VGAs, showing they've gone in a completely different direction. I called it on Twitter Ninja Gaiden Rising, which is basically what it is. They've ripped off Ninja Gaiden. Oh, and put it with Raiden as the main character. And they've also changed the name. It's not called Metal Gear Rising anymore. It's called... It's called Revengeance, which is not a word. What? This is the problem, because we were talking about this before, where they're running out of, um, you know, subtitles for games and stuff. You know, all the the revelations and all that stuff. I mean, how many games have got revelations in the subtitle? And all all those sort of things. And I, I think googled, that they start just start making things up. Revengeance. I googled revengeance just to make sure it wasn't like some ancient word. And it, on Urban Dictionary, they claim it's the combination of revenge and vengeance, making it revenge plus one. So why Hideo Kojima want to go with like an Urban Dictionary f- meme? I've got no idea. It's a terrible name. You might as well like and, call it like Metal Gear Solid Lol Dex <laughs> Ruffle Copters Loller Skates. <laughs> and you know who might be to blame? And this, I am not making this up. The p- person who's now leading the development of this new Revengeance is named Atushi Anadba, and he worked for Capcom. Oh! <laughs> and I'm not making that up. <laughs> he really did. <sighs> <sighs> <clears throat> We're having the first Bringo Hearty Gaming Awards. Now, do we want to do these in a certain order, or shall we just do them in the order we decided them? Let's just go through the order that we've got them decided. Now, this is this was done ahead of time. We don't know what each other have written down. We yes, just picked the categories. Um, some were, you know, uh, sent to us. Um, you know, some we've decided yeah, to pick ourselves. Some, I think, and and some are, you know, just general ones that you know every. I actually think we should podcast. do them in reverse order, by the way, because oh, they okay. end on our game of the year, etc., rather right. than starting with the big one. Okay. Like, so, the bottom of the list is actually the worst character. Worst award. gaming character in 2011. Yes. Who did now, you go for? <laughs> oh, you want me to go first? Well, we're going to have to take turns who goes first, so you go first next if I go first now. Okay. Brofist. I chose as the worst. <laughs> I, calm down. My worst character, unfortunately, doesn't actually have a name. That so kind of makes it hard. What? So, but I'm going. I'm the boss from Saints Row Three, as in the person you play as, because oh. he's 
So, like, it kind of happened in two as well. That you're kind, you get the feeling as you're not really playing as a nice person. <laughs> you're playing as a bastard. I really didn't like, for example, in the second one that you go and get revenge on Julius because all Julius wanted to do was put an end to gang warfare. So you're playing as the baddie, basically. And in Saints Row Three, you're ten times worse. This is like reminiscent of that. Um... Mitchell and Webb sketch where they're playing as the Germans and he realises he's got like the, yeah. the SS trooper stuff with and the skulls the and stuff. Hans, are we the baddies? That's, and I like I hated the person I was playing as even though he was voiced by someone who does a voice in Disguise Force. I like the voice actor but the character and what they made him do in that one it just keeps on getting worse and worse and like, you're, you're acting like an arse for no reason. See, I think they've they've gone for the whole like the Grand Theft Auto side of things, where you end up playing as somebody that does a lot of bad things, but mm-hmm. they're always forced into that corner. Exactly. To that's, yeah, Even the, Tommy the, Vercetti, I suppose, at, at first it's almost pushed into it, but he does. I suppose he's probably the worst of the, the characters. He's, in the, he's the worst example because he was just ripping off Scarface. Yeah. So, but that was, that was I think that was the point. That was a nod to that. Uh-huh. There was a limit. Yes, there was so only so far they could go when they were ripping off various gangster movies of the time. <laughs> So that's my worst character anyway. I'm sure there is also equally bad ones, but I didn't have any runners-up. So who's your worst character? My worst character is Jin from Dead Island. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I, like, everything about that character, the fact that they were useless, what's the point of having a storage character in a game like that? When you can't even transfer between characters also. So as, as a like, you know, purpose in the game, pointless. Their, <laughs> their story, pointless. I mean, they were trying to... It was almost like they tried to tack on... You know, a little bit of humanity, human, uh-huh. human emotion into the game where it really wasn't needed. You were getting that from the other characters and their struggle through the game and so on in the cutscenes. It wasn't needed. I just, I hated her. Yeah, I mean, and five minutes after you meet her, you're supposed to feel sorry for her abandoning her father, etc. But you, you're not emotionally attached to her, so it doesn't matter. You've killed that many zombies beforehand that one extra person. <laughs> <laughs> What's another ten? It's all just blood on the windshield. <laughs> <It's amazing. laughs> that, is a, that is a brilliant analogy. <laughs> oh, I'm just full of them tonight. When I'm on, I'm on. Oh, dear. So next up is best character. And you have to go first this time. I have opted for Sully from Uncharted 3. Oh, that's interesting. I'm not sh- I, I really liked... Like, like, I was new to the Uncharted franchise with Uncharted 3. I haven't played any Start- other ones. I would suggest going back to two, by the way, if you can pick it up for like a fiver. Cause... Oh, yeah, I think I might actually. Mm. And th- his character, like everything about like the, the, the voice act, I don't know who does the voice for him, but the guy voice... who voices him actually looks exactly like him. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, his lines, his script, everything about Sully was was good. I liked that. There was there was something about the way that the the dialogue in Uncharted Three that it was completely different to anything else I'd played in the last year. I think it was my editor in his review of Uncharted 3 that he kind of noted that the thing that makes him like Sully is basically he's not really Nathan's father no. but he's like the father figure Yeah. and in Uncharted 3 in particular there's like the anti-Nathan and the anti-Sully is that British woman and the person the young guy she hangs around with Yeah, yeah. so they kind of counteracted each other plus he had a history with her so it kind of it was good. Branched off into his past as well, not just Drake's. I, I really liked him. I, th- I thought he was a good character. Mm. It was believable. I agree that he wasn't. Yeah, that he was rather. And he wasn't voiced by Nolan North. <laughs> so Even win-win. better. Win win. There will be a game eventually where he just does every voice. Even if he just gets paid to do it for like an April Fool or something, there will be. That's, that's a great idea, in fact. 
Just Nathan North talks to add voice North. acting into into Minecraft, and it would just be no. no. <laughs> Oh, doing, we should we should pitch that doing the creepers and stuff. Oh, we should so pitch that idea to Notch and just see what he says. I'll do that. I'll tweet it so to him later. Tempting. Right. So my best character. I had a hard time deciding between two of them. My runner-up was Glados because I very, I like the passive-aggressive way she was in Portal Two. Just the the very underhanded way she would always constantly insult Chell and Mick. References to her being overweight. Some of the lines in um, Portal Two for Glados were really good. It was mm-hmm. it, it was actually making me like smile, which is quite yeah. Difficult. And the delivery of it helps. She delivers her lines well. The yes, Kellen, whatever woman name her name is. But she didn't win. I went with the Joker, as I possibly gave away earlier when I was <laughs> possibly winning. I just really like the way Mark Hamill does Joker. I don't care that he used to be Luke Skywalker I just like that he does a really good voice for Joker, it fits him so perfectly that he can go from like crazy to sinister halfway through a sentence You'd let him swing his lightsaber your direction any day would you? No (laughs) (laughs) The next award we're doing is Capcom's Most Evil Deed Slash Bear and I have Slash Bear there because I remember typing that last time because we decided that Capcom was actually run by bears. Yep. Russian so bears. There's, there's so... Yeah, Russian bears. There's so many things you could pick from. Like, Capcom's right up there with Nintendo as being just so really <laughs> shitty this year. But the thing I picked, the most blatantly evil thing they've done this year that I picked was Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Not even a month and a half, I think, after the first original version came out, they announced it. And it's a bit, yeah. It's a, it, it, may that, been, it may have been a reduced price, but still, that's just everyone knew it was coming as well. They knew it, and I, I don't, I don't, I, I can't fathom the logic behind it. I really can't. And it's just, it's been a current theme for them this year. I mean, they this, haven't been yeah. that bad in the past. Not that no, bad. This year, in particular, they've been trying a lot of shit to see what works, like the one save on um, Mercenaries 3D. Yeah, exactly. Well, for example. I hope I didn't just accidentally pick the thing you picked also. I thought you were about to, but you didn't. Oof, okay, okay. Right, so what did you do? So the most evil deed I thought was where they haven't actually really done this yet, but <laughs> the fact that they're discussing, thinking about charging for demos. Oh, yes. That, no, they did actually do it, remember? There was that one jam- weird Japanese ones, but I mean like over, you know, mainstream over here and so on as well. Charging for demos, and you could argue they kind of did it for Dead Island, uh, Dead Rising. I, d- I just think that that's a really, really bad direction to go down. It's kind of lucky that I hope people didn't buy into it. They didn't buy into the the one save. They got they got it and they asked for that, so they won't be doing it again. <laughs> yeah, I mean they've been trying all these other lots of little bits and pieces, but that's the one that would go down the biggest slippery slope, I think. Yeah, and it's not like they're not doing anything else. Remember Revelations. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations is coming out with the RRP increased. Oh yeah, because they think it's uh, it's worth it's more. Big enough. And they're doing one that bundles in that new attachment to the 3DS, that awful looking extra <laughs> circle pad, because apparently that makes it easier to play. I don't understand how, like, not even a year after releasing a fucking console, <laughs> they suddenly realise, hang on a minute, we've not Do actually analog. we've not actually put like a particular per- peripheral on this. Yeah. It's been in development for years, but we forgot to stick this in. (laughs) Or maybe they did, and 
you know, that's, that's, that's Nintendo at mm-hmm. the moment down to a T. I mean, the whole fucking thing with the Wii was all about, like, they, you know, they couldn't give a shit about the games. It was all about how much stuff yeah. can we get people to buy. Let's give, give them a plastic wheel that <laughs> doesn't actually do that. anything. You just stick the controller in the wheel and it means <laughs> that you're holding on to it. <laughs> Whatever happened to that vitality sensor that we're going to bring out for the Wii? That you stick on your finger like you do if you're ill in hospital. Why did they think that was a good idea? <laughs> well, you know, know someone's just going to stick that on their cock. You know, I get the feeling you've said that before. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> is, that, is that because if you buy one, that's what the first thing you'll be doing? <laughs> you want to know the heartbeat of your penis. Anyway, we're doing the next award, which is, we've decided in this order. Most annoying enemy. Yes, and this will be a highly contested one, I think. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I had drifted into thinking about some of the the annoying enemies from Dark Souls, but but it wasn't the enemies themselves, it was just the the game's unfairness. Mm -hmm. So I decided to opt for the fucking bears. (laughs) Because, like, for no other reason, right? Other than that, at the time of me first meeting the first bear, they mm-hmm. were ridiculously overpowered. This is before I spread myself thin over different combat styles and stuff. They yeah. were crazy overpowered. They still are, regardless. They still, of they still are. I mean, even with like you know the, the the mage build I have now and cranking out all that fire damage and stuff, they still do not go down quickly. It takes me longer to kill them in the harder tiers of standard monsters than it does dragons. Yeah. which makes no sense. It. Uh, I would agree. Hmm. Now I was tempted to go with the bears, but I also knew I just I knew you were going to. <laughs> so I decided to look further afield, and I came up with two, and I found it so hard to choose between them. Okay. I'm going to go with the runner-up. My runner-up was trainers in any Pokemon game which use Pokemon which just spam the move that lowers your evasion. Uh, sorry, your accuracy. So this is not supposed to be this there. year. Oh, there was a Pokemon game there this was year, wasn't there? This year. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, any Pokemon game does it. There's always trainers that do this tactic, but yes, there was. So, yeah, it's the ones that lower your accuracy all the way down, so then you just sit and miss and miss. I'm trying to think what that move is. Is it Sand Slash or something like that? Sand Sand, something. There's lots of things that do accuracy down, but the Sand Attack one is one. So they just really get on my nerves. I have curiosity. What was the other option you had? Well, no, that was the runner-up. That wasn't the winner. Oh. The winner is either people or the AI in Mario Kart that use the blue shell. (laughs) Because the blue shell exists purely to piss off someone who's better than you. Because yeah, the exactly. The, blue, the only people who get the blue shell are at the back, so they can't possibly win. They just do it to piss off the person who's winning. But that, that's what I don't get. That perfectly falls into, into what you like. You like... That, that's, that's you. You're the blue shell. <laughs> you are the blue shell. Yeah, but I'm also good at games, so I'm always in fucking first until that blue shell hits me. Uh, I don't think you were always um, in first in Mario Kart when we played. We're talking about this year. Yeah, okay. So Mario Kart 7, it's happened so many times and it gets on my nerves. And if you're just jumping over a little gap, it will knock you down and that will take another five seconds for you to recover. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think it is the, the blue shell is the definition of annoying. So if that's me, oh dear. But as far as enemies go, that gets that gets the crown. I know it's technically an item, but the people who use it become an enemy and go on the list. Yeah. Okay. Right. See, that was a, quite a recent one because that yeah. was from Mario Kart Seven. Yes. Yeah. So it's my turn to start the next one. Hopefully we've got this in the same order. My next one is most unsatisfying ending. Okay. <laughs> was that was that what you had? Yes. I'm trying not to make edits for myself by just agreeing when when I'm saying oh, something. Right, right, okay. Well, I went with Ellie Noir. Uh... I do remember saying when I originally started ranting about Ellie Noir that I'd wait for a while before like once it was out before I could go into more detail about why I hated it and yeah. the ending is one of them because the ending is terrible and I am going to mention what the ending is spoiler so, alert no might want to you know go buy a better game because it's terrible <laughs> okay the game concludes with you finding out that the the person behind it all like all the murders etc is an old war buddy of yours who went a bit mad and likes to turn uh, set things on fire Okay. And you go when you you kill him and you get satisfaction there and you kind of near the end of the game switch between Phelps who you played most of the game as and another companion of his from the war. And then you go through this there's a section where you go through equipped with a flamethrower burning people. It just it comes out of nowhere. What? And that that's kind of the lead up to the ending is you running around with a flamethrower just killing wave after wave of crooked cops and gangsters. And then it culminates, it culminates in his friend getting out, his sort of love interest, the German, who might or might not be a spy, it's kind of <laughs> implied. She gets saved. And then Phillips is like dangling below them as a gush of water is coming towards them. They have plenty of time to get him out of there. But he looks at them, says goodbye, and then gets swept away and dies. And then it cuts to his funeral, where the crooked cop who kind of set him up and screwed his life over gives a touching eulogy and gets away with it. Like, what kind of satisfying ending is it where the bad guy wins? Yeah, yeah okay, I suppose I'll, I'll agree with that. Having not played early in the while, it's quite difficult to, well, to, I, to, to be justified, playing, but some of the bits you're explaining just seem a bit too... Playing the game itself is also annoying for many, many reasons that I expanded on in the review originally, but the ending just is very, very unsatisfying. And since this is the most unsatisfying ending, Ellie Noir. Mine is going to be rather controversial, I think. Um, are you going to pick... What are you going to pick? Dead Island? No. I'm going with Gears 3. That's not controversial. Gears 3 is awful. I just The ending just felt... It felt like I was cheated. Cheated out of what? what cheated out of... Like Did you not really finding it? anything finding anything out really. They didn't like they didn't go down you thought, right, they're gonna answer all these questions and stuff and then that would be, you know, mm-hmm. satisfactory and stuff. And then instead they just bring out, you know, oh, you know, his dad's been working with them for, you know, years and blah 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 and spoiler alert for Gears of War Three. Hmm? Oh yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. It's War Three. <laughs> Oops. As if anyone plays it for the story anyway. Yeah, exactly. No, it just it just felt like you went through the whole, you know, campaign, and it, it didn't feel like the story finale really tied with it as such. There was no satisfying climax. No, I guess, and that's why you've given it that award. So yeah. And I, I didn't really like the final boss fight either, to be honest. Oh, the, especially on bloody. Especially. 
<laughs> we were at that for like two and a half hours or no, something. It was longer than that. It was about uh, that last section was probably yeah. about two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, very poorly made last boss, especially on high difficulties. You know, I'd, I'd like to stick in a quick prediction of bad endings for 2012. Right. Mass Effect 3, because the humans will probably win. Modern Warfare 4, 5, and 6. <laughs> the Americans win. <laughs> Uncharted 4, Drake kills foreigners and then wins. <laughs> um, which, which foreigners will he kill this time? Um, um, Mexicans. Mexicans, okay. Hmm. Oh, wouldn't it be really terrible if I was right? <laughs> For some reason, Drake goes to Mexico and just starts gunning people down randomly every so often, thinking, maybe I shouldn't kill all these people, and goes back to killing them again. Ah, <laughs> uh, So the next category is biggest disappointment. Sad face. Now, I think this one might come as... No, no, I won't even say it's a, a, a big shock, really, but I was toying between either... Uh, Space Marine because we'd been bigging it up for a long time and we never actually played the full we game because yeah. the demo was that bad mm-hmm. but um, I've gone for Dark Souls I might as well say now I have also gone for Dark Souls so it's the first one we've actually matched on and <laughs> because it is terrible uh, it, I think part of it's because we were so anticipating how you know how much how much better it was going to be you know yes. from Demon Souls and all the things that we liked that they must have known that we all liked and they were going to improve on and but they were going you know oh, we're going to still going to make it difficult and stuff and we was like yeah that's fine you know it was just right before and a couple of mm-hmm. you know annoying bits but you know once you manage to get like sort of a cheating co-op I suppose <laughs> working correctly and stuff and it was all great and stuff and then you know this came out and it was just ah oh, no yeah. it was just a mess it was a yeah, mess from start to finish it was and that's why I also gave it I could have given it to Ellie Noir but Ellie Noir was a new developer I mean Rockstar published it but they didn't make it so there was no previous game to stand I don't up think to. you were really sort of getting yourself hyped up for it either no I no. mean like there was a lot of hype behind it but we were actually both genuinely like kind of hyping ourselves up for for dark souls i did have high hopes i was i was looking forward to playing it and then ah uh, dear i got rid of my copy by the way i've still got loads of stuff but the plan is to trade it in for other things but because there's no new games for me to get then... <laughs> so the next one on the list is worst company slash publisher we kind of left it open to be either yeah a company in general or a publisher and possibly not as a surprise i went with capcom <laughs> A close second would be Nintendo, but Capcom, because of basically because of what we spoke about a little while ago, they're 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 satanic bears. They're, yep, they're satanic Russian bears out to push your granny down the stairs. Yes, I I did think about going with Capcom, and <laughs> as I was sit, sitting there going through like you know everything that's gone on through the course of the year, and mm. I'd actually sit and thinking maybe Nintendo as well, but I actually went with Sony. Why? What have they done to you? Not this didn't really impact on me as much as as it did for a lot of people. But like the oh the downtime, downtime and stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, as as far as things go, can you imagine like how much uproar there would be if Xbox Live went down for that length of time? And I know you pay for it, and they would probably yeah. refund that. And I know that they you know give out those free shitty titles with they, um, they were a terrorist attack on them, kind yeah, of. I, I know, but. Still, the length of time that it was down for, and I suppose, and, and the fact there was breaches in the first place, they had a lax security system. And that—that's one. That's only one thing this year. I mean, like, look at things like the the PS Vita. 
that you know if you want to play any of your you know if you want backwards no. compatibility you're going to have to transfer them over and there's going to be a charge for every one of these you know existing titles that you want to transfer onto your new onto your new console yep. now they're saying that it's going to be you know reduced charge or whatever but it's still going to be a charge for a game you already own for a g- yes uh, yeah i know yeah what other bad things have they done this year oh lots Lots. Two minutes. No, it's, it's not really that lost. You're exaggerating slightly. No, no, no. <laughs> so the next one is Best Company or Publisher. You might be surprised to hear that I found this one quite hard to do. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, if you had your ears closed about 10 seconds ago, yeah, you'll be very startled to hear. So what did you pick for your favouritist in the world? To be honest... Did you find it hard as well? I, f- I found it difficult, but yeah. only because... I don't really like. I don't think of them in terms of like publishers or companies. I just go on a game by game basis. Um, Do you rate them by the number of bears they employ. Capcom, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all bears equal bad. Nintendo, maybe they have like three in an office somewhere. <laughs> I actually went with Bethesda for this one. Oh, so I know they've gotten a lot of stick, but because mm-hmm. of how good it looks, and if you're playing on the PC, how well it runs, Skyrim is a piece of genius. Okay, yeah, so it's just Skyrim addiction. To Re- well, recently I switched it from playing it on the big HD TV to on a on a little monitor for laptop problems and so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. And I've cranked it up to ultra now. I still get like 60 FPS, and this is a you know mid-range machine. It's not like you know yeah. heavy duty or anything. So and it still looks pretty. And it, yeah, well, I put it up on Ultra, so it looks yeah. shit hot. But it isn't just that, it's also the character saying blah, 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 blah. And, you know, they have done a pretty good job of, like, you know, trying to get in there and fix all these, you know, various bugs and stuff as well. Even though they have made your most horrible enemy of the year as well. Yeah. Hmm. So, so yeah, I, I thought that they should should be nominated as the best company or publisher. I struggled to pick one. I kind of thought about going with... Um, Rocksteady, who did Arkham City, mm-hmm. but but in the end, I picked uh, Nipponichi Software just for Disgaea Four, basically. Uh, for so long, I've, they've not really made a game I've hated. They've not made great games, and sometimes they publish not so great games. But their core series is remaining extremely good, so that's why pure fanboy related choice <laughs> there. But I had nothing better to go with. I wasn't really. Culture I'm not, explosion. I'm not really big on Bethesda, and I wasn't going to go with bear-loving Capcom and Nintendo. <laughs> or even like going to individual publishers. Definitely not EA because of Origin and all that crap. Yes. Activision for just doing the, the yearly Modern Warfare splurge. True, true. So really, I didn't have many I could put on the list. So you started that one. Yes. So we're now on to the final two awards, which is... The worst game and then game of the year. So, worst game is first, which is a fun one, I think. (laughs) Worst game of the year. Because there's so many contenders for worst game of the year. But I went with one. This is kind of like you and Space Marine, actually. I'm judging it based on demo. All right, okay. But the demo was so utterly terrible, it gave me enough grasp of what the whole game was about. Now, you might be thinking it's Bulletstorm. Is that this year? I think it was. Yeah, it Uh, was. Yeah. Yeah, Even if it wasn't, I didn't go with that. I went with Duke Nukem. (laughs) Really? Yeah, because that was just bloody awful. The first thing you do in Duke Nukem Forever is take a bit of poo out of the toilet and play with it. <laughs> what? I'm not joking. Demo. You start pissing in a urinal that has a bit of crap in it and you can pick the crap up. So the first prompt you see is pick up crap. 
Lovely. And then you, can, you can throw it around. And then you can get the whiteboard and you can use the pens to draw a penis on it if you want. It's like, I know Duke Nukem's supposed to be immature, but that's just that was just awful. I think the problem that Duke Nukem faced was that it was out, like the, that franchise was around the time that the the sort of gamer generation that we're from yeah. were young and immature. And all that sort of stuff was funny. Ah, oh, look at this, I can play with mm-hmm. poo and stuff. That was great then. Yeah. But as that generation has now grown up, you're not interested in that anymore. And they've decided just to hold on to what they thought made the game good then. Like swearing a lot, etc. And it probably mm-hmm. might do all right with a certain, you know, a certain niche with, you know, current, mm-hmm. you know, gamers and stuff, but as we saw it didn't do very well at all. No, thankfully. But even if you ignore the immaturity level, just playing it as a shoot 'em up as well was it's crap mechanics, crap aiming, everything. Just and they changed them from being able to hold like a host of weapons to having a restriction of two. Which oh. is in keeping with games That's... of the time, but not the way Duke Nukem was. No, no, I don't like that. You should be able to have all. You should just like start yeah. off with like your crappy fists and work your way up to BFG. That's how it should work. You should have everything. And chop and change as and when needed. So, what was your worst game of the year? This is, this, is, <laughs> uh, this is going to be a duplicate here, because I've gone for Dark Souls again. Uh, yeah, that was a close second for me. The reasoning behind this... Is because it's again because of unsatisfaction, dissatisfaction. I mean, yeah, uh, it's the only game that I've that I've paid for this year that I'm either not still playing or haven't finished. Because the point is, I'm not playing it again, and I haven't finished mm-hmm. it. Now, while I haven't actually finished Skyrim yet, I'm still playing it. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually. So that's that's, that's my thing. that's my extension on that because I could say mm-hmm. you know I haven't finished Skyrim yet, but I'm still playing that. But I haven't finished Dark Souls, and I never will. Yeah, I think that's the only so, game I've played this year. I have started but will not finish that was the logic I went with for worst game of the year because if, if I'm not willing to finish the game off then, then I they must have done the first place yeah I would agree with that logic and my chair squeaked in <laughs> agreement also perhaps you heard Squeak! it I hate Dark Souls <laughs> except Onion Knight if we had it <laughs> he was a close contender for best character but I, I had thought about that but I thought nobody would know who he was no because it's just a, just a random noise he makes that I happen to think is brilliant mm, still close mm. yeah mm. Final category then is game of the year. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to guess what you've picked for your game of the year. Have a stab. No, thank you. I'd rather guess what your game of the year was. <laughs> I'll give you a knife. I'll give you a bear. Is it Skyrim? It's not. Oh, damn! You surprised I, that, me. I did. I did think about that, but in terms of like, I, like I'm sitting there mulling this over for mm-hmm. for most of the week actually. Um, I went with Dead Island. Really? And the reason why I went with Dead Island is that it felt new, it felt different, it was good fun. I had a lot of fun playing through that game. Uh, I was fairly satisfied with the story, fairly satisfied with the ending. Um, you know, it, even like you know, every so often we would just pick it up, play it for a bit, and then I would just get that sense of satisfaction from smashing a zombie miles. And every <laughs> time that happened, you saw it in those videos. Yes. When he went you, launching, but every time that happened, I got like an enjoyment factor. It was <laughs> almost equal to like getting a bit of artifact armor in Final Fantasy XI. 
Oh, that's that's right up there with gaming orgasms. Yeah, it was culture explosion. It was like, I no, I really did like it, and I think that for something new, a new franchise to come out and do really well at the moment is mm. is is quite difficult because people are they're not interested in anything different. And I know it was Plus a, a lot of things have been done as well. Know, yeah, people complained about the bugs and so on and so forth, and I think mm. it's I think it's an underrated game for for this year. Mm, interesting. So I Mine's going to be very boring in comparison because I went with Skyrim. <laughs> so I, I, I almost don't want to admit that because it's just too easy to go with for for the reasons for we obvious spoke reasons. <laughs> I, uh, Arkham City was a close second, but by pure addiction levels and the work that went into it, Skyrim. Oh, don't, don't get me wrong; I think it was difficult to to not pick Skyrim. Mm. But yeah, well, there you go. had I have deliberately not picked Skyrim, it would have been Arkham City. <laughs> Difficult to choose. Yes, but only because it's so obvious, because everybody's picking it. I mean, I'm sure they'll be raking in lots of awards from everywhere. Exactly. Mm. So I think that rounds up the, the list for 2011, then. It does, yeah. I think so, if anybody for, for next year has any comments on, on any of those awards, then you know, give us a shout at bringoheart at gmail.com. Or photoshopped images of beards going in and out of various Stars. games. What? Oh, oh, sorry, yes. I keep forgetting. I can't really bring up bears in your presence. Don't ever go to the zoo. You'll go mental. It's like the Hulk. That <laughs> makes me angry. So before we wrap up, I just had that brief, two bits of brief news we were going to mention beforehand. One, the second set of Ambassador games, or Chump games, came out for the 3DS. Because you remember, originally there was supposed to be 20, but then it just turned out to be 10... We haven't really uh, heard ones. a lot about this for a while. It's sort of kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit. Well, ten Game Boy Advance games came out, and it's an it's an okay bunch. It's like there's a Zelda one I haven't played. The can't remember the name of it. There's a Zelda one, Mario Kart, which is the one that doesn't have proper power sliding in it. The Kart. Mario Kart DS one. No, the Mario Kart Game Boy Advance one. Oh, because you can you can slide, but it doesn't give you the speed boost. And if you do it too long, you spin and crash out like you've been hit. All right. Okay. So that's where that one came from. Um, there's like F-Zero, a Kirby game, a Mario versus Donkey Kong I'd never even heard of. But yeah, it's an, it's an okay bunch. Again, I don't know if it's if if it makes up for how much they slashed the price after a few months of release. But Probably not. Probably not. And then the final bit of news I had, which is another MMO is going free to play. Ooh, which one? Ooh, Aeon. Oh, really? It is going free to play in February. They've, whoop, my, my chair enjoyed that as well. <laughs> yeah, so it's released the various plans it's doing. You can have a certain number of, you know, it's the various stuff that everyone else has gone free to play has. Yeah. If you go premium, you get more character slots, maybe access to certain things. So if anyone was curious about it, wait until then to try it. I didn't really like it all that much. No, you didn't. It looked nice, but like it wouldn't hold me for more than a week. Even though it was so much like WoW? Mm, not quite. Blah, blah, blah. Old Republic will probably go with the free-to-play option. But, yeah, I, I, that's my prediction for 2012. Because it won't have enough. It has lots of decent content, it just won't last long enough nah. to keep up a subscription free. Free? Free? Free, free, free. So to, to finish on, I think something that we'd mentioned before, but kind of let fall by the wayside... Um, we never did explain the origin of the, the podcast name. That was the last thing on my notes as well. Hold on. <laughs> Another noise. Oh, it was a little, <laughs> a little too inaudible, that one. 
<laughs> it was shocked. It was like a very shocked squeak that we remembered something that we actually spoke about last time. We remembered something? We did. Shock, horror. So, uh, explain. What we didn't remember was this is supposed to be like Christmas and New Year podcast. We barely mentioned Christmas again. Fuck that. In the year. <laughs> yeah. Like a Santa who breaks into your home and... No! No! <laughs> oh. Only get to the bathroom fast enough. <laughs> That's so, so wrong. <laughs> do you? What do you remember about where the name came from? I remember the web comics. Yes, the Sprite Web comic, which was very big in the 90s. Everybody had one. Including... Everybody had a Sprite Web comic. Yes, me and a mutual friend of ours, I think we made a website called Bringo Hurry, which had a Sprite comic on it. Um, it used Sonic Sprites and other ones from like SNES games, etc. If I remember rightly, my intended Sprite was um, Sparkster from Rocket Knight Adventures. Yes, it was. And mine was a recolored Goku from some Dragon Ball game, I think. <laughs> So yeah, not quite sure if it was me or the other person who thought of the name Bringo Hurry. I can't remember that, but I do remember that's how it started, that website. And I, the way we got attention to it was I did an expose on an MMO I was connected with at the time. Like I spoke to the devs and was part of the staff, etc. So I had behind the scenes access. So we did an expose on all the crooked shit they were doing and that kind of got us attention that we went on with from there. Would that happen to be Flowers? It would be Flowers, yes. That's the name we use for that MMO that we don't like to mention the name of. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to say its name. Oh, no, we're not allowed to say it. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's where it came from. And Does, any, actually, does anybody actually have any like you know, copies of any of the webcomics floating about? You know what? About? I might do. I've, I'm sure I've got sitting around like a backup from a really old PC that might have them on. I don't have them on this one, that's for, for sure. But I think I might have an old backup sitting around. It might be so. interesting for you to see if you can rake that out. That quote you've got on our Steam community group, the footprints on my feet face, I remember that. That's from one of the comics I did. Yep, that's, that's I made the character true. run up onto the roof and shout that and then fall off. <laughs> <laughs> because of character, see, I made his personality just like that. It's a very easy type of character to write where they just say random stuff. It's like Mort in the Chronicle videos I did for Final Fantasy. They just it's appear, very say something completely abstract and then disappear yeah, again. It's a very easy joke to do that. So which is why I used it often. It, it lets everybody else do the hard stuff. Yes. Yes. So that's where it came from originally, and now we've claimed it as our own. It's mine. It's like, it's like Highlander. We beheaded the site, so then we gained its power. There can be only one! Yeah, that. So this, is, this has been very Christmassy. I, I am, I'm astonished by how Christmassy this Christmas podcast has been. You're filled with Christmas goo. Hatred. <laughs> yeah. It's like a black goo that melts everything it touches. So, as always, you can leave questions, comments, feedback at bringohurry at gmail.com. You can find our YouTube channels at FlickFFXI or Blighty Warrior. Don't uh, wish us Merry Christmas. Don't, because you won't get one back. No. Definitely no. not from him. Definitely not. So, you can also check out the Steam community group I mentioned. Oh, yes. And you can also uh-huh. join us on Google Plus as well. Oh, yeah. I forget we've now tried Google Plus as well, just to see what that's all about. It's just like a per man's Facebook, if you ask me. It, it, it pretty much is, but it also has, it still has a soul, whereas Facebook's got. No soul. No soul. No, no soul, soul at all. No MSG. No. And what we were, what actually we were considering doing once is kind of getting the Steam group going via, you know, like Team Fortress 2 nights or that. But yeah. to do that, we're going to need a few more people to join before we bother. Yeah. So if you fancy playing Team Fortress 2, it is free now. 
You yeah, can so there's like no Steam. excuse. And, and then join the group and then, I don't know, we might set up a chat or something and just yeah. pick a random room. And we might, you know, have a regular slot to, you know, have a bit of a session. Might be fun. Yeah, might be shit. You never might, know. It might be. Depends who's playing. Yeah. I'll play. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that makes that makes two of us. <laughs> so, I think that, that wraps this up. Yep. Merry Christmas. I knew you were going to say that at the end, and don't expect me to fucking say it. <laughs> God. <laughs>